0: The Big Footy Port Adelaide podcast is proudly sponsored by New Vision.
1: My team,
0: Kanda power. I love the power. I love the power. I love the power. How hey going, people? My name is Rick Euenhoven. Uh, I'm part of the uh, the Big Footy podcast team. Unfortunately, Craig can't make it today, but. Uh, we've got Ben Demertzis from the Port Alley Footy Club uh, in the membership area with us tonight who's come to have a quick chat about the, uh, the memberships and, and what's available and what's going on. Uh, ben, how you going, mate? Yeah,
1: good. Good. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me. Good uh, to be
0: here. No dramas. How did I go with your surname? Did I get it pretty close? Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> it work. It's, not, yep. it's not long, but it's a, a tricky one. It,
1: once you once you say it enough times, it's fairly easy. But I'll I'll forgive you the first time around. That's okay.
0: <laughs> good, well, well, I'm still a bit uh, jaded, Ben. You promised me 1870 tickets, and you couldn't deliver. So uh, we'll call well, it either. They're on the, they're on their way. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought a good starting place for the supporters might be to uh, just to get a bit of a history of, of you with the club. How long you've been here, and uh, were you a supporter of uh, Port Adelaide beforehand?
1: Yeah, mate, absolutely. So, I I started um, as a full time employee in at the end of 2011, so December 2011, start of 2012. So, basically for the membership period leading into 2012. Um, before that, I did some work in the community team um, just on a casual basis. So, I, I studied sport and rec management at uni, pretty much for the sole purpose of trying to get a job here at the footy club and. Did some, yeah, got, got some work for the community team. And then uh, basically the AFL across all all the clubs sort of saw that there was a issue with um, members dropping out every year. So clubs didn't seem to have a problem picking up members, but they did um, they just sort of drop off and churn out at the bottom. And um, so they basically, you know, a lot of the clubs took it on board and we, we were one of them and created a position like membership retention. So my, I was lucky enough to win that job. It was member t- membership retention coordinator. So my sole focus really was just making sure that um, we wouldn't lose our members. So, uh, and a lot of work goes into that behind the scenes, just in creating a really good database and making sure we can communicate with our people, listening to our members and, you know, just sort of knowing what, what they want. And, um, and I did that for a, a couple of years. Um, I sort of, uh, looked after our our supporter groups, so you know cheer squads and um, the supporter groups interstate. So I was lucky enough to go to go to away to most of our games and and um, get like quite up close and personal with our, with all of our people, of our supporters, and um, which is great because I've I've been a I've a well, my whole life. Like I um, went to I think I was lucky enough. I was born in 1980, so I was premiership year for the Maggies and. I was lucky enough that once I really started getting into footy, we won, I think, 12, 9 out of 12 N F L premierships. And I never really followed anyone in the AFL. I was always just basically waiting for us to, to make our way in there. And then, obviously, in 97, we did. So it was pretty easy for me. Like, I've always grown up a Port Adelaide person. So when we entered the AFL, it was obviously, I was Port Adelaide through and through. So, um, yeah, and then, obviously, like I said, lucky enough to get a job here at the start of the 2012 membership period so it was a bit of a dream come true really um and then we we sort of um as our membership team grew and we got extra staff and stuff we sort of had a bit of a restructure late last year or mid to late last year and so now my role's a membership manager so it's just changed slightly i've just got maybe a few more responsibilities just managing the team but we've got a good group here um as you could imagine we've got nearly 53,000 members already so um a lot of work goes in behind the scenes just to make sure it gets right and runs smoothly um and and I think to date we've done a pretty good job so but as always like I love listening to like you know I actually keep an eye on big footy myself just to see whether what the members are thinking and um and I like to go to all our training sessions and stuff just to have a chat with people because we can always we know we can always do better and know we've had good results the last few years off field with our membership stuff but you know we're always up for for getting better so um hopefully also from this as well it'll prompt some more questions and happy to answer anything that comes my way
0: no that's excellent mate the um it's interesting that you brought up that there was an increased focus on membership retention i know that's been spoken about by a few posters on big footy and and on the internet in general for a while so since you've started uh, do you, have you seen much improvement, and, and has the retention figures improved?
1: Yeah, they have. Yep. Yeah. So I can't remember the exact numbers, but basically it was a really big focus on on first year, on first year members to start with, because first year members quite often would just join up, and then about the the rate of them dropping out was fifty percent. So, for example, we might be getting five thousand new members each year, and then two and a half thousand of them would just drop off. So we just had to have a focus on making sure that they were getting they were, they were made to feel a part of Port Adelaide. So, um, and that's not to lose focus on our longer term members. Like we we certainly want to look after them as well. But it was there was a little bit more of a focus just on um, well not more of a focus, but there was a intent focus on well why are first year members dropping off? And it was just basic things like they we were missing email addresses or mobile phone numbers, so we just couldn't communicate with them. And mm-hmm. it, like so just little things like that were improved. So numbers are much better now. So I think last year, first year member retention rate was about 83% or something like that. So in a couple of years, it's gone up by, you know, 33%. And there's a whole of factors for that. Obviously, our one-field performance helps as well. But um, we like to think that if we can get all the customer service stuff right, um, you know, all, the, all, the, all our members, you know, making them happy and listening to them and giving them what they want, that just... It just naturally happens and, and then people just want to come back and they want to be a part of Port Adelaide. And also, I mean, our game day experience helps. So just, um, you know, our our, our Port Adelaide people just love, you know, just about everything that happened last year from the march, from the mall, the team entry with Rudimental never tear us apart. So all our members play a part in keeping other members on board as well just by creating a really good environment on game day. And so... We've so answered the question. Yeah, retention rates have have improved significantly. Um, we also had a focus, I guess, on um, uh, what we call the, the LAPS members. So they're members who might have been members, you know, two or three years ago, but dropped off for other, you know, various reasons. So we get we get information on that. We we actually ran a campaign um, called "What Would It Take," which was basically we asked. We had about forty five thousand people that who were members of the that dropped off. Um, mm-hmm went to the AFL and we just basically said um, apart from one field which like we can't control is in the membership team what, what what would it take to get you back on board and and we probably found that our our, our member service levels dropped away a little bit so we had a like a bigger focus on well, how do we improve that so um and I guess the results in the in the, the proof is in the pie I suppose we yeah. of um uh, i don't like i don't have the exact figures but of our like 53,000 members and of even the new ones over the last two years so obviously we had a massive jump from about 37 to 41 and then 55 last year the majority of those new people are actually they've been members in the past they're not actually brand new port l.a people so we feel that whatever we're doing we're obviously winning back the people that once were supporters anyway which is which is pretty important so because obviously if you've been a member once before and you've dropped off um you know perhaps we didn't you know we didn't do the right thing by them and you know now they can see that we do as a member first focus so um and i think that you know would certainly well i hope it's come across because that's how that's how it is in here in our membership team basically anything we do the first question we ask is will our people like it and if they do well then we work out ways to make it happen and i think that just with that attitude everyone has it just it has a flow on effect, and our members, you know, they feel part of the club, and 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 then those who aren't want to want, want to come back. So, which which is great for us. Like I like just being a lifelong Port supporter. It's actually pretty exciting to think that you know we can make a difference and get these guys that might have felt a bit disgruntled in the past to get them back on and come and watch Port Adelaide again. So absolutely,
0: yeah. I um I love seeing the photos on Big Footy and. Uh, and even online on Facebook where people keep posting their uh, membership packs coming in the posts and how yep. they're excited and they love getting the pen, the pen and the badge. <laughs> the <pen.
1: laughs> yeah. so you're So you're a big footy guy. Did you get a Jarman Impey renewal this year, Rick? Did you get that that renewal notice? No, I didn't, mate. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, What's going we tried- on there? Uh, well, we know that Jarman Impey is a bit of a legend amongst the big footy guys. And, um, yes. We sent out a renewal notice with... um. I'm and direct, so he, he he basically wrote it, but um, it didn't quite get the cut through we would have hoped, but
0: that's all right. <laughs> I, I know I do know people from Big Footy have commented about the uh, the Jam and membership drive, so it has been yeah. noticed, and you know it's great to see little innovative things like that. I think that's how you've been able to reconnect with all the membership yeah. base, not only just Big Footy. It's um, yeah, you know, you guys like you said, you guys are doing something right because you're able to connect with the members, and that's showing in the membership figures. And as he said nearly 53,000 members, and if I'm right, I reckon REH put up last week, or if it wasn't him, I apologise to who it was, but I think it's about 13,000 higher than what it was at the same time last year. So you guys must be overwhelmed and, in, and enthused by the results you're getting so far. Uh, yeah, you,
1: you probably took the word. We are overwhelmed and enthused. That's, that's 100% right. Um, REH is pretty close with his figures. I won't. I won't to suit him that's for sure because I don't have him directly in front of me but that sounds about right we are well ahead of where we were last year but um now the challenge is basically we've just we've got everyone we've got most of the people back from last year so now we've just got to make sure that we do you know the next few months are pretty crucial like we're like we're pushing hard for 60,000 members which um you know is right up right up in the mix of the top top few clubs with member numbers and at the same time we want to make sure like it's not just a number to us so like all of those people like they're like they're our they're Port LA people so they're all you know they're all really really important we've got to make sure that um you know because obviously I think we'll we might talk about it a little bit later but we've basically exhausted our reserve seat membership so now the best way you know for the future to get a reserve seat membership is with the general admission waitlist membership so and the great thing about that, and we, we did a lot of research into, you know, a couple of other clubs in the AFL have a waitlist, like West Coast Eagles, for example, have a waitlist. And, we you know, we contact them and, and work out, well, what's the best way of, of doing this? And, and one of the, well, the best things we thought was, you know, not just having a waitlist membership that doesn't give you anything other than putting you on a waitlist. So we decided that our waitlist members can still get access to all of our home games, so which I think is a pretty big draw card because I don't think... Um, You'd want to be a wait, a member on the waitlist for a reserved seat and not be able to go to any games. So, I mean, we've still got, you know, there's about seven thousand seats that our gender admission members can go and sit in, and there's still plenty of opportunity for people to join the waitlist, get to every home game this year, and then still, um, you know, it's a perpetual waitlist. So, if you were, you know, number fifteen hundred on the list, and we got to the first fourteen hundred the next year, you'd be a hundred. If that makes sense, so. Um, and we've had, we, we've had overwhelming success with that so far. Um, so that's sort of where we're at at the moment is, um, we offered our members the opportunity to, um, put in some seat change request forms and, and, um, this is the first year we've done it. So, uh, apologies to all those guys out there that are waiting to hear from us. We're pretty close to, to, to actually finalizing it. I think pretty much today we've, we've imported the last of the information, um, it's the first time we've done this as well, so it's a bit of a learning for us as well. So hopefully, you know, everyone's been, all our members have been great and patient and understanding that we are doing our best to work through that. So pretty soon we'll start communicating with everyone via email to let them know if they were successful in the, I guess, in relocating their seats. Um, unfortunately, just, I guess, due to the massive demand, not everyone will have their requests met, but um, on the same token, that's sort of a good thing because it means that everyone Renewed their membership, so mm. um, then when we get to the reserve, when we get to the waitlist membership, that we think that we should be able to have that sorted by the end of February, start of March. Um, please don't hold me exactly on those dates, but we're working towards that, and then we'll be able to offer those who are on the waitlist a chance to get a reserve seat membership, um, and uh, then we can get their, their tickets out to them in time for the first game against Sydney. Um, but yeah, it's been it has been overwhelming. Um, we're pretty much uh, in most of our key reserve seat categories hit where we were last year, or well, we, obviously we did because that's why there's not a lot of reserve seat memberships coming up, so um, yeah we've done really, really well with that, um, which again is on the back of our members just, you know, wanting to be a part of
0: it, so, yeah. yeah. So what's the, um, for those people that are a bit anxious about this uh, this seating situation, uh, and they are they are waiting. You, you think it's about a week or two away that they should receive some correspondence. If they don't, if they feel like they've missed out on correspondence, should they just email the club or check the website? What's what's the best way they should look at interacting with you? Well, a couple of ways. Um, we've,
1: we're the, we're trying to um, on the on the club website. There's regular update on. I think um, it might just be under the title membership information, important information, and we've updated that recently. Um, yeah, email membership at pafc.com.au or ring the members help the membership helpline on 1300 467 232. But um, I think the, at the moment probably just the information on the club website I have a read through that and that should I guess answer any questions but we're probably like I said yeah a couple of weeks um, at least a couple of weeks from the uh, seat change request um, offering that opportunity for people to change their seats um, but it's um, yeah. It, it I guess the first time because it's the first time for us. It's a little bit, it's just a little bit more time consuming than we probably yeah. hope. And and also like we want to make sure that we get it right. So we've had a lot of a lot of requests. So we want to make sure that we hear all those requests and that we can accommodate as best we can. Um, but I guess the, the the tricky part for it is is that just with the the mass demand and there, there isn't a lot of scope for people just to move one or two seats and that sort of thing. So, mm. um, but we have to offer this process to everyone to give them a chance to, yeah. to try and get better seats or if they, if they if they want them yeah fair enough every member is got to be treated equally so yeah, absolutely yeah and uh, we, we genuinely believe that like we we, <laughs> we want to give everyone the best chance to have the best experience they can with us and on this occasion um i mean it, it's probably taken us a week longer than we had hoped but um it's a learning curve for us as well and but like i said our members have been so patient and you know understanding that we're doing the best we can with it. And I think to date with this seat change stuff, we've done, we've, we've kept up all right because we haven't, well, we, we certainly, um, we have had people asking us about it, but the, um, you know, the tone of the questions have been pretty positive And you're saying, I'm just wondering, you know, how long till I hear? And, you know, no, everyone's been really, really, really happy about it. And I think, to be honest, I think everyone, they're just more anxious because they just can't wait for the season to start, um, which I know I in, in here, we certainly can't. I can't wait to get back to, Oval, you know, for our game. You know, we're gonna get we're going oh, well dunno if I should say we're gonna break the record. We're gonna get
0: the biggest crowd at eight oval, I reckon. So nice, nice work. I reckon you're right. Yeah, so I mean
1: I I know um when that I heard was it the strikers they reckon they got more to, to their game than, than our record. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that you know, we're gonna get as many people as we can there. So I think people are just you know, like they're asking questions just because they wanna know what's going on with the club and like everyone just yeah, they, they, we're just our supporters of that in tune with what's going on. They just want to be a part of everything. And once again, you know, even this big footy just gives people, you know, this podcast gives people a chance to hear what's going on. So it's great. No, it's
0: great. And thanks for giving up your time too. Hey, with the the membership numbers, Ben, do you ever... Do you have a rough idea on the eleven game or the season membership compared to the three game? Has there been a, a bigger uptake from three games to now full season memberships? How are we tracking there? Oh well, to be honest, we can't. We don't. We can't quantify that. No, until
1: we offer the opportunity to. So we know a lot of three game members have upgraded to join the waitlist, but mm. we just clearly. So because we basically reached our limit for reserve seat members last year, um, we can't. I guess put a figure on that until the waitlist members are transferred into eleven game members. So, um, but basically, what I'm saying is that most of them have upgraded into a lot of them have upgraded to try and get an eleven game membership, um, whether that be a reserve seat or the general admission waitlist membership. Um, there's been the growth in that in the in the waitlist area. The general admission eleven game waitlist is has been huge. Um, I'm just trying to wanna I'm just having a look here, Rick. Sorry. Hey, no uh, Should have got in front of
0: me. Um, well, how many was it last year while you're having a look? Was it about thirty thousand uh, full season members? And Yeah, that, that's about right.
1: Eleven yeah. game members, that's about right. Yep. Um, it doesn't what I've got in front of me is just a big breakdown of each category in that. So yeah. but that's that's about right. And then and then there's a there's a breakup of um, obviously Adelaide Oval members get access to our games as well. And then we've got a lot of general admission members, a lot of country members, a lot of interstate members. So um, they, they're they the ones who, I guess, make up the, the general admission membership. So the interstate members, we've got probably 3,000 of them, including Victorian, um, which is another area of growth for us as well. Um, the 11-game general admission membership is obviously, because it's part of the waitlist membership, has gone through the roof. So that's that's really, really encouraging. Um, so basically what it means is that we'll, we'll be able to, any seat that doesn't, be, that a member didn't renew will be taken up by another member. So um, our, our which which is good for a number of reasons, because it sort of underpins attendance. If you know you've got 30,000 11-game reserve seat members locked in, mm. our attendance rates last year amongst that group was about 85 90% per game. Mm. So you just know amongst that, the higher number you've got, that the higher you know, the more people come to the games, um, which is important for a whole whole number of reasons. It just adds to the atmosphere, adds to our game day experience, to help the players get over the line. Um, and the more often you go to footy, the more often you're going to like, you're not going to want to drop off. You just hang to go again the next year and the next week. So, um, sorry, I don't know if I've answered that properly. Like, no, that's good. But it, it's just hard to quantify at the moment because we haven't. Um, but basically no one's dropped out of their 11-game membership and of the ones that have, the waitlist members are just there to, to take mm-hmm. it up. So, And, and we've got more waitlist members than there will be reserved seats that will be available. So basically, I guess on that then, we have increased our 11-game membership quite significantly.
0: Well, I think the other thing is too that from a club's financial perspective, it's going to allow you to uh, do your budgets and have a bit more surety knowing uh, how much money's going to be in the bank as well so uh, that's a good thing and it was uh, macker also wanted to know um, if you can sort of give us an idea uh, what sort of uh, uplift you're expecting from a monetary point of view in the memberships from the footy Club this for this year yeah I
1: to be honest, that sort of stuff's probably a little bit beyond me in 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 knowing. Or other than the fact that we will be making more money through our membership, um, I don't uh, probably um, I, I leave that to sure. <laughs> more our, like like Keith and, and Richo and that like they 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 go more over the bottom line stuff. Um, so I don't I don't actually have a have a figure, but we're definitely um, well we've basically I think we're almost at our budget for what we reached last year already so we awesome. you know it's, it's going to be better um but the, the finer details of that oh, i don't oh, i don't know i'm not
0: sure yeah we might have to get costa on for or tim for this question but yeah, um, right. what about the yeah i know the corporate sales are, are tracking along pretty strongly as well and I think there's some new packages floating around for that, but I think all the enclosed boxes are closed, uh, sold out, and I think the Western Stand corporate boxes are also sold out, so it's been pretty strong there.
1: I reckon that sounds right. I actually I,
0: I should have asked Costa a few more things. I
1: was just having a chat with Costa just before um, I spoke with you, Rick, and, and he pretty much said that they're, they're well on track. They're, they're doing really, really well. So um, I think with them, it's mainly might just be hospitality stuff that, they, that you know per game, like the there's lots of great, like we've got functions like before the bounce, um, each game that we do, um, the locker room, which is a great experience, all these sorts of things. I think that all the hospitality stuff that they're, that they're, where they're focused on at the moment. But um, I'm not entirely sure where where they are at with with all of their numbers. But I know that they're. I mean, like I, I think like most departments, everyone's ahead of where they want to,
0: ahead of schedule. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's, that's great, it's um, it's a good healthy sign and I know they've had to put their pricing up they've kept it low for a few years now and it's good to see that they're still getting the uh, sales um, even with the uh, increased pricing so it shows there's demand and support from yeah. the, the core supporter base there
1: well, Absolutely, I mean, we, I think um, we for about four years we basically held our, all of our season ticketed memberships at CPI like just a very small increase every year and and we probably found that we underestimated what the seat was worth at Adelaide Oval, and so we've, we've reviewed that, and our prices did increase. In, you know, in some categories more than others, but there certainly hasn't been any any backlash at all. And and I think that we I think we've probably got the pricing mix right. Um, we've done pretty well with that. And and like you said, the demand is there. I mean, our, and the good thing is, that all of our our people that like they they've just bought again. Like they've just come on board and said, I want to be a part of Port Adelaide. So. I think that, um, yeah, despite that in our area, despite the increase you know, in price in some department in some categories, it, it, it's
0: been it's been overwhelmingly positive, really. To be honest, mm. oh, I'm talking loosely, and it's yeah. not, again, it's not your area here, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I read something somewhere as well when we're talking about the passion of the supporters. How I think we're we're one of the highest spend per supporter base for. Um, uh, merchandise within the club uh, material as well, so I think it just reinforces how connected the club is now with the members, and uh, and how the members uh, conversely uh, reward the club by uh, you know supporting it through their expenditure. And I think it's a great thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean,
1: I know I don't have the what you mentioned. I don't have the like I don't have the exact figures, but definitely our um, our merch team have been doing unbelievable over the last two or three years. Um, they actually even I think had to do a presentation to the AFL on how to like just oh, I don't even know like, where to sell certain products and how to do it best online, customer service, a whole heap of things. So no, they've they've been they've been fantastic. And I think yeah, the other thing that you said there, the important thing is that it shows that um you're just doing well across the whole club. People are happy to come in and buy their guernsey from the club, which is which has been happening and it's just again, yeah, it shows how well we think that um the AFL actually did stats on it that um they believe that we've got the most connected and engaged supporter base in the whole AFL, which um, I think is something to be pretty proud of as a club, but also as a as a passionate Port supporter myself. So, I mean, I I, I remember when I used to go to footy, I used to be like sort of pride ourselves on like my brother and I. You know, would um, people would sort of have a dig at us about oh, you only got thirty thousand this week to the footy, and we would sort of be like, yeah, but it sounded like eighty thousand. Like we do mm. pride ourselves on being you know, loud and proud and passionate and stuff. So, for now, for the AFL to actually recognise that, like, it's sort of, I, I think it's fantastic and I think that our supporters, they like to, not, like, they, I think we, we've got the best supporters in the world. Like, I just look at, I'm just actually looking at a photo here, Rick, of the March to the G for the uh, preliminary final against
0: Hawthorne. Yeah, it was
1: awesome, wasn't it? I reckon there's about 20,000 people there, like, to yeah. think, our supporters do that and it's just, it's just a show of strength. It's that, united front that they're going well we're here in melbourne behind our club and and the support on that day was was amazing well, actually hamish Charlotte came in and bought a couple of memberships today and um and we've got a big photo of it up in our membership department and and he was saying that, that the crowd that day was like just the most amazing he had ever been and it was just sort of i know we're not at where we want to be yet we want to win premierships and stuff but it certainly shows that i feel that you know all the supporters are behind what we're doing, and the players
0: get it, so... You're, just, ta- you're talking about the uh, the Port Hawthorne prelim, and he was commenting on the crowd there. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: incredible. Like, yeah, he he was commenting on it. was like a home game. like We were yeah. louder than the Hawthorne.
0: It was amazing. We were at the, uh, I don't even know which end it is, closest to the city, I guess, but... Um, yeah, you could see the section, the blocks, how it yeah. was sold. And it was it was one to three port to Hawthorne supporters, yeah. I would imagine. And, and yeah, we, I was with Craig, funny enough, and uh, we were commenting and everyone around us was commenting how loud we were. And even the Hawthorne supporters after the game were like, wow, that's amazing. You know, you guys are passionate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it did make a bit of an imprint. Well, I think,
1: yeah, well, funny enough, <laughs> I um the following week, I, I was lucky enough, I, I went to the... The Grand final, the Sydney Hawthorne one, and um I was just standing in line having a chat with like just lining up for a drink, and there was a, a Hawthorne supporter standing next to me, and we just started you know just talking about the game and stuff and and it was actually really quiet at the MCG like grand final day it was, it was really weird and I and this person had no idea I was connected to Port Adelaide whatsoever like I was just there as an average punter mm-hmm. and i and I said to her pretty quiet today isn't it like it doesn't feel like a grand final and she said yeah not like last week those poor people were crazy but she meant in a great like it was like wasn't when she said crazy she didn't mean in a bad way like she was just like it was like she actually had gone and said it was it was amazing last week like the amount of noise and that like it was better the atmosphere was better at the prelim than the grand finals and that's like i said just a credit to all of our supporters they just i think they just love us at the moment and which is which is
0: fantastic it's this question is basically uh, not an AFL-related question, but it does tie us in because there is a lot of EPL supporters and, and obviously Adelaide Oval is of interest to the Port Adelaide uh, faithful as well. So I was curious to know, you know, do you think the Port Adelaide Footy Club will have any stock at Adelaide Oval for probably the Adelaide United-Liverpool game that um, supporters might be able to get access to? Um. Not
1: 100% sure. Like I think that was only announced today, so it hasn't been high on the on the radar. But I mean, we've got a corporate facility at Adelaide Oval, um, which we've used for like during the test match and and um, during some strikers games. So I'm sure there will be opportunity, but I'm not sure at, at to what extent it would be. So we've got a room that we call One, which um, is a fantastic facility in the southern stand, which um, gets used every every AFL game and um, I would hazard at a guess that that'll be used for that game, but I don't, I'm not sure yet.
0: Right. Um, I reckon that's enough questions from me, Ben. Is there anything you wanted to add that I maybe didn't touch on before we uh, wrap it up? Uh, no,
1: not, not in particular. I think I went off track a couple of times. So I hope
0: <laughs> I didn't ramble too much. I I,
1: I won't lie. I could, like, this is, like, I'm living the dream here, Rick. Like, I... I you wouldn't. If someone told me I'd be working at Port Adelaide when I was ten years old, like I just wouldn't have believed it. Like I was, I was one of those kids who um uh, would, you know, would come to uh, training days at Alberton no and just bug the players for autographs. And I reckon, you know, like so. Yeah. sorry, I, I don't, have, I don't have any questions. I just hope I haven't rambled too much and given you too much junk for your podcast. So I hope it. I
0: hope nah, worthwhile. No, it's great. I reckon uh, everyone that listens to the podcast is going to enjoy it because uh, you talk with passion about the club. The the listeners and the supporters of the footy club are are passionate as well. And, you know, the players are passionate. So, you know, I think passion has been a massive word for tonight and it's been an ongoing theme for the the whole season. So I appreciate the passionate way you've spoken about your job in the club tonight and I think it's been really insightful. So I think there's going to be... um, uh, a lot of uh, interest in in our little interview, and I hope it's provided some benefit. And I hope you don't get too many emails tomorrow from people okay. wanting to ask you questions. Now, Ben, um, we hope we do, Rick. That's what we're here
1: for. <laughs> we're here for our members. So that's that's why we exist. So that's what our team is here for—to make sure that you no know, people get the best Port experience they can. So
0: now nah, we're up for it absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Well, look, Ben, I appreciate you giving up your time and staying back at work, and. Uh, And uh, we'll get you back on maybe later in the season and you can review the memberships uh, once it gets a little bit quiet for you, once the game day starts, and uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, No worries. Any time, Rick. Always happy to help, mate. Uh, Boat threatening with every passing minute. Back to full forward. Off hands. Brown needed to trap it. Couldn't quite. Hassled out of it. Put Adelaide getting numbers. Win go!